Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. And we are back again, Adam. Going yeah. hard, hard in the paint. They say they say we'd never make it. Is that the Shania Twain song? <laughs> you, you would know, not yeah. me. Yeah, but they they said that about us. They said you they guys doubted us. Never last. They doubted us. They underestimated us. They took us for granted. We but gave wrong. we gave them the shaft. We did. We did. We boned them hard because we're still here for your distraction. Back in the act. <laughs> Back at it again with the white vans. That's us. Well, we are white, so we're super white. <laughs> How this you doing? It's going to be a really white show today, I think. It's a really white show? It's going to be a really white show, I think. Why is it going to be about race with you always? Every, everywhere I take you. We're, look, look in, in, in the world we live in today, in the, in the alt-universe, like... That's, that's just where we are. You're on that, you're on that again, huh? <laughs> yeah, in the alt-universe, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I was, I was feeling a little down in the dumps last week. I was, I was a little under the weather. I'm better now. I'm better. For the most part. It's a good show. It's a good show. Yeah. This is going to be a good show, too. This is going to... This, this right... Last week was a good show. But this show right here, this is the one. Glad you guys tuned in. Because this, this show right here, is going to go down in history as the greatest podcast episode to ever hit the internet period ever done stop we're done it's gonna be huge in the annals in the annals is it annals or annals 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 Annals. Annals. but annals too yeah thems too like in the annals of every people annal lubricant or anal lubricant it doesn't matter we don't use lube here we go bareback we're raw (laughs) Ooh, baby i like it raw Wu-Tang Clan, baby, old dirty bastard. Anyway, this is it. This is the show everybody's been waiting for. 68. That's what we're on. 68? Yarmir Yager. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it should have been 69. That would have been amazing. Nope. This 69. is the show. This is the show. Fuck all nope. that. People this aren't going to say 69 anymore. They're going to say 68 from now on. 68. That's going to be the funny number. 69 was so 2016. That was so 90s. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's new, bro? What's new? Uh, we're drinking. That's what's we new. We are. Actually, we are. before we end the thing, I got a weird thought. A weird, weird thought. Th- okay. I, Spitball, I, buddy. I just remembered, and I knew I was going to open with this, and I just remembered it. You know Charlie Horses? Charlie Horses? Like yeah, the, like Charlie the Horses. The pain in the muscle? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like like the back of your calves. Yeah. Like, yeah. Terrible. Not the character from Lamb Chops Play Along, right? Lamb Chops Play Along. No, not that. Um, Charlie Horses. I had a Charlie Horse a few weeks ago. I was laying in bed, got home from work, decided to take a little nap. Um, always when I get a Charlie Horse is when I'm stretching. Like, you stretch your, you stretch your leg too much, you get a Charlie Horse. At least that's how I get them. Um, really weird thing happened. I was sleeping. I woke up to a Charlie Horse. Like, there's nothing worse than coming out of a deep, nice sleep to just searing pain in the back of your leg. Terrible. I'm sitting there in my bed writhing. I got my leg. I'm kicking all around. Like, You're dehydrated. Oh I'm like, oh, my God. This is terrible. Oh, my God. Like, Kristen gets them, like, daily. You're dehydrated. That's the problem. It, I, I, I am a doctor. Been. Yes, Dr. Malenke. You need to drink beer. Yes, we need to drink beer. But 
the weird thought was, and I thought about this, and I right after I thought about it, I put it in my notes on my phone uh, to talk about. Right after it went away and the searing pain was gone, maybe it was because there was so much pain and it went away and I felt better. I've never felt better in my life. It was one of those things where oh, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like because the pain is gone and you're like, oh my God, thank God. You're, I, my leg never felt better. It's like... It's like when you've got to take a really big shit. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's and it's horrible and you're like, "Oh my god, it's terrible." And you sit down in the toilet and it just comes out. You're like, "Oh, yeah, you I've never felt better you in your whole skipping, life." Skipping, you come out of the toilet skipping. Yeah. You're like, "I can run a fucking marathon." Exactly. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, I had that thought. I I never had it before and I had a Charlotte's before in this time. Like, I think it was the worst Charlotte's I've ever had. Yeah. But after it was done, I had this feeling like Oh, I could go fuck somebody right now. Like, that's how good I felt. I was like, oh, I wish no, I was. Like, I wish I wasn't single right now. It's like it's like that fucking monk from uh, Da Vinci Code, the one who like yeah. hits himself a fucking like yeah, like you put yourself. There's weirdos out there that like put themselves through pain, so when it's over, you like feel good. That's what like cutters yeah. do. Like people who are cutters. Yeah, and I thought about it, and I was like, is this what Pinhead was talking about in Hellraiser? Is this what he was talking about? Is this what it was? This, this is my hell. My hell is laying here within a thriving Charlie horse. Charlie horse. To experience ultimate pleasure, you must first experience pain. Yeah. So that's, I'm thinking that's one of the lines. I think so. I think so. I heard they're doing a sequel. They're going to do another yeah. one. That's what I heard. Yeah. Speaking the- of Lamb Chops play along, would you bang Sherry Lewis? Sherry Lewis. Um, She's the one who had her hand up the puppet's yeah. ass. Yeah. You know what? In her day, she was a fox. I'm gonna look her up because for whatever reason, like I haven't seen the show since I was really little. Yeah. I cannot remember. Like I can't put the face. Hold well, on. make sure you look Hold up on. young Sherry Lewis because if you look up like 1990s Sherry Lewis, she's probably like going on 70 and she had like a perm. But I'm talking like in her day, would you bang Sherry Lewis? My laptop autocorrected it to Shuri Lewis, but not Jerry Lewis either. <laughs> okay, here's a funny thing. Um, auto results where they give you suggestions. I typed in Sherry Lewis. Uh, the first auto re- or related thing where it suggests to you, young Sherry Lewis. Young Sherry Lewis, check her out, dude. Young Sherry, hey, hello. Please believe, yeah. Please young believe. Sherry, young Sherry. Is it black and white photo? Some of them. Yeah. No, there's. There's a couple that are not. Let but... me see. Let me see. We have to post a picture. Oh, yeah. Red, Only dude, if Lamb red, Chops. Na- redhead. A three-way with Lamb Chops, too. This is one's kind of blurry. She's got to have Lamb Chops. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's like a 90. Oh, that's a... It's like a pink 90 or something. No question about it. But she actually looks like she's on stage doing like a stand-up thing, so that's kind of weird. No question about it. Dude, natural. Dude, redhead. Redheads, are they're fiery. They're fiery. They're like a succubus. They'll drink your soul. <laughs> I didn't realize she was that good looking. That was a stupid question of me. Yeah. Would you bang 1990s Sherry Lewis? No. Let's change it. No? No. no. Oh. Hundo, no. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. So, beer of the show. Mallory Lewis. Is that, that? Her, I think, is that her daughter? I heard she had a daughter, didn't huh. she? I'm assuming. She has the same red hair, so... She's got the same <laughs> lamb chop. <laughs> cool. Rock and roll. Would you ever 
before we get to this, before the beer of the show, since we're on this subject, would you ever get jerked off if the woman wanted to have lamb chop on her hand so it was lamb chop jerking you off? You know what I'm talking about? I would request it. (laughs) Lamb chop, play along. This is the jerk that... <laughs> Some people start a stroke in it. And you, and you finish. And then Lamb Chop just gives you that look. Like, it just looks. <laughs> the ping pong balls. <laughs> Wait, that was Captain Kangaroo. Oh, shit. The Gamora shows. Post a lot on Lamb Chop's face. <laughs> What? What? We started drinking way too early. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's that's way funnier than it should be. Even, Even like going... The theme of that song, <laughs> like it's incredibly fast, and it just keeps going. It never ends. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. That limb goes at it. You're done. You're done. No coming back. Man. So beer of the show. Beer of the show. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, folks. That's- I, listen, I hope you guys had as much of a laugh as we had about it, because I feel oh. amazing now. <laughs> like, after taking a big shit. Or after Charlie Wars. Or getting jerked off by a lamb. <laughs> so, beer of the show, Scott. Yes. We're going we're gonna to stick with the theme that we did last week. And we're not going with the wacky, zany, off-the-wall beer. In fact, we're just going to pick one of our favorites. Today's beer of the show, Lamb Chop Special, is Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock Extra Pale. Good beer. One um, of my favorites. One of my favorites. It would probably be, if I went to a bar and they didn't have Yingling, it would probably be my second choice, to be yeah. honest. So. Uh, and it's a, little bit, it's a little bit hoppy, Adam. I'm surprised. Because it's a pale ale, so... It's not too hoppy. It's, it's very light. It's, yeah. It's, uh... I'm going to be bold here. I'm going to tell... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spill the beans about something, Adam. This might come as a shock to you, but I consumed alcohol before I was legal age of 21. (gasps) No. I did. I I enjoyed beer at at a ripe young age, and not being 21, you're not allowed to drink, so you can't go to the store and buy your own beer. So I was kind of at the mercy of stealing whatever beer my parents had you're going, you're going to hell yeah my stepdad he was a he was a coors light drinker Ugh. so i was stuck with the silver bullet but my dad he was a rock drinker he always had rolling rock and i would always smuggle some of his beers so to the point where i would grab some and go to a party and i was the guy who always brought rolling rock and because of that i liked it and became a rock drinker and people associated me coming to parties with rolling rock and then once i was able to like have older kids buy me beer they were like what kind do you want 
I didn't fucking know a beer that gets you drunk, so I'd be like, uh, Rolling Rock. It's like my thing now. So Rolling Rock became my thing, and I loved it. Like, it was my calling card. I was a rock drinker at a young age. Yeah. I know it kind of seems like a Harley Harley driver's beer, you know? Every time you say rock, I think of Dwayne Johnson. Rock the rock. I think you're drinking Dwayne Johnson. Then it's, Dwayne it, the Rolling Rock Johnson. That works. That name works, too. He should have been, he been the Rolling Rock back in his wrestling days. So, I enjoy this beer. So, good beer. Um, you should go first. I went first last time when you picked my beer. Yeah. This is this is your beer that you love. Why don't you take take the lead on this one? Mm-hmm. I like it very, very much. <clears throat> I Normally, I would give this beer a five because that's how much I like it. But this beer used to be made in Pittsburgh. Actually, Latrobe, Pennsylvania. A few years back, it was purchased by Anheuser-Busch, and they moved it to St. Louis, Missouri. And the cans still say Latrobe Brewing Company, St. Louis, Missouri. And that just ticks me off, because this beer was a Pittsburgh beer, and I'm a Pittsburgh guy, so that is going to lose some points. I'm going to give Rolling Rock a 4.5. Almost a perfect beer. If they would have stayed in Latrobe and stayed a Pittsburgh beer, it would be a 5. But this is my favorite regular beer. If I'm going to a bar and they don't have unique craft beers that I'm really into, then I'm going to get a Rolling Rock. Because I'm a rock drinker. I've been a rock drinker since I was 16. I'm going to keep it going. There you go. So, I guess I'll go. Um, <clears throat> I think I prefer rolling rock out of a bottle than a can. For whatever reason, I think it tastes a little bit better. Um, but it's a good beer. It's a solid beer. Nice nice flavor. Um, I think it's a little bit lighter than the yingling. I feel like it's <clears throat> I could taste a little bit more water than I normally could with like a yingling. But it's not, it's not too bad. It's, it's, like I said, it'd be my second choice at a bar if they didn't have a yingling. Which surprisingly has happened once or twice. Um, I like I like the nice plain label. It's just, you know, first of all, green can green green can signifies rolling rock. That's like their color green, when it comes yeah. to beer. So <clears throat> established would, in nineteen thirty nine. I would probably give it three point five. Three point five. It's a it's an up there beer. It's a pretty good beer. Um, here's a bit of trivia for you. Do you know what the 33 means on the can? Because <clears throat> I just read that they were established in 39, not 33. <clears throat> 30 year, 33 was the year that the Pittsburgh Steelers became a team. Does that have anything to do with it? Because I don't know. No. Um, I don't know this answer. <clears throat> 33 is apparently on all their cans. I don't know if it's on their bottles. It's on their cans. It stands for this, um, what do you call it? A, uh. Slogan. That's what Stand for the slogan that's on every beer can. Because there are 33 words in the slogan. And the slogan reads, From the glass-lined tanks of Old Latrobe, we tender this premium beer for your enjoyment as a tribute to your good taste. It comes from the mountain springs to you. 
from the glass lined tanks and old Latrobe. I knew that I knew that first part. Yes. Yeah. That's like their slogan and apparently that's what the thirty three means. Because it it's thirty three words, that's, apparently. That's a fun fact. <laughs> thanks thanks for that. You're welcome. Thanks for that little tidbit. I yeah, but that, that's another reason that ticks me off, though, because the glass-lined <laughs> tanks of old Latrobe, they're not there anymore. They make them in frickin' St. Louis. Budweiser's made there, for shit's sake. So, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. It's still a good beer, it so is. I'm not going to judge the beer, but it, it lost it lost a half a point. <clears throat> it would have been a perfect beer, but I enjoy it. Still I enjoy high it. scores. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think they're kicking themselves, so... Yep. <clears throat> Enjoy responsibly, and please recycle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I used to have a Rolling Rock T-shirt. <clears throat> Whatever happened to it? But I was a, I was a big rock fan. I used to bring it to parties and let some of my other friends drink it. And all my friends were like, "Why do you drink that beer? It always has like a skunky flavor to it." They're always like, "It has a funky aftertaste." People would be like, "It's kind of bitter," and I'm like, "Wow." No, it's not like yeah. at all. I I mean, they should drink an IPA if they want to taste bitter. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, but this is back when we were we didn't know better. We were young idiot kids, so young and dumb and ready for fun. Yeah. Ready to fuck a sock puppet. <laughs> let's not do that again. <laughs> um, all right, let's get in the show. We got uh, yeah. we got a lot of pop culture we want to talk about today. I think. All right. Um. Start us off light. <coughs> read an article. And I thought about it after I read this article. And <clears throat> it made me think, yeah, you know, that's right. Have you ever wondered what happened to Jar Jar Binks later on in the universe? You see him a lot. Obviously, he's one of the main characters in the first one. You see him a little bit in the second one. And you only barely see him in the third movie. Like episode three. And then he's never mentioned again. Have you ever wondered what happened to him? No, because I loathe him. He was a terrible character. But then again, I hated episode one, two, and three. I've said it on the show numerous times. I did not like the prequel trilogy. I just and a lot of people give me shit for it. But you the, included. But, but I didn't but I didn't ask about the movie, guys. But the, I know, but character. he was like, our, I didn't like the prequel movies either. It didn't make Ob- or it didn't make Qui Gon Jinn a really good Jedi, though. <clears throat> I mean, we have small sampling size of him. It didn't make Darth Maul a really good villain. I don't like Darth Maul. <clears throat> he was amazing. He was awesome. I, I, I don't. I don't like him. I thought. I thought he was so overrated. Everybody jerked off when they saw Darth Maul. Uh, Dude had the double lightsaber. The first double lightsaber you ever see. That you can't I tell mean, me that wasn't that- awesome. Awesome. Okay, maybe, but is it practical? Dude, don't be a hipster, man. <laughs> I'm not. Don't being hipsterize a hipster. it, man. No. Before <laughs> hipster was even a coined term, I said I didn't like episode one, two, and three. I. What do you I, mean? How is it not practical? First of all, a lightsaber by itself is not practical because the second you touch it, it burns. I didn't mean, say laser sword. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. A fucking okay, but laser but sword. But my point is, like, the only way you can be good with a regular lightsaber is a train. So if you have a double lightsaber, you train to get good at it. And it becomes an extremely deadly weapon. In history, in medieval times, was was there a double-edged sword? Yeah. There was? Is that a thing? Yeah, like that's like that's there there were like <clears throat> I don't remember I seeing it. 
You might be right. I don't know. I'm up on not up on my medieval weaponry. Other, like, other than the trebuchet, the trebuchet is fucking pimp. I know in the world of fantasy, like fantasy movies and stuff like that, there there have been double edged swords, and usually they get that from other places. So I imagine. I mean, obviously, it wasn't a widely used weapon, but if you can master a double edged fucking sword, like you're you're just like imagine, <clears throat> imagine a well trained person with a staff. Like you know the staff weapon, you're twirling around, you're yeah. whipping it around. You got you got the like reach. Donatello's <laughs> bow or Morgan's staff in The Walking Dead. Like yeah. there's been iterations of characters from other things that yeah. have used the staff or the bow. Yeah, and like the yeah. the, the, the speed okay and the reach. Right. Now imagine that, but with blades at the end of both sides. Imagine that. Now you got even more deadly power. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's it it's if you if you can train with it, it's a practical weapon. Like if you and especially if you're a Jedi that is used to using a single lightsaber, and you see that double come out, you're like, "Fuck me! Are you serious?" To me, Jar Jar Binks was the worst character in a series of bad movies. So I don't like him. I. I know there was like a deleted scene. I don't know which which one it was of him like dying where he went over like a waterfall. I watched it on YouTube. It was a deleted scene. So, but they took that out of of the canon. So yeah. Um, I also read somewhere. I don't know if it was the expanded universe somewhere in one of the novel that he became like he was like did something like they blamed him for the the fall of the republic, and they like sent him to like. Perform with a circus or something. It was something weird. Yeah, you're on the right track. Yeah, I, I heard about that. In I never this, read it, but in this book, I don't think it's come out yet, but it's coming out. Um, they call it the Aftermath series of books. Apparently, canon because I'm assuming since it's coming out, Disney's backing it's them now. Yeah, um, Jar Jar Binks. Okay, they blame they do blame him for the Empire taking over, and the reason why they we blame voted him, for it. <clears throat> yeah, he was. He, he, was he was the one in that the Senate. He he pushed for Palpatine to get executive powers. Yeah, he took over. Did he take over for uh, Padme when she left? Yeah, when she had to go, Padme put him in charge. And, but, yes. but here's the thing: that Pad- was a bad, bad, bad move. move. But remember, I I'm pretty sure Padme basically told him what to do. So it's not like he made the choice. Padme basically told him like, "This is what we need to do." So I mean, Padme would have done the same thing if she had been there, and we'd be blaming her for the Empire. I mean, <clears throat> which would be a little ironic. I mean, the, which would be a little ironic. Luke Skywalker's mother started the Empire, and then this, the children finish it. That'd be ironic if it was like that. I mean, them having an idiot Gungan serving in the Senate, and us talking shit about it. Who are we to judge? Look at our fucking president. Like we Not an episode no, can go by before we, we have make it a no comparison right, like We that. have no right to judge. <laughs> but anyway, so he's basically disgraced. He's on Naboo and he's disgraced. He's working as a street clown, a street performer, essentially. <laughs> I was like, pretty close. Like he's ba- like that's what he does. Like that's he performs in the street. That's how he makes. He doesn't do it because he wants to. He does it so he can make ends meet, so he can survive, so he can get food and shit like that. And apparently, there's a character in the series uh, named Mapo, Mapo, something like that. M A P O. Don't know how to pronounce it, but <clears throat> who apparently meets him. He's like a refugee. Um, and apparently he meets him and <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's a whole thing, but that's apparently what happened to Jar Jar Binks in like the extended universe now. Yeah. 
So did they have to tell us that? Did we really need to know? But I think it's I think it's interesting. I think you you take some of these side characters that you never know what happened to them in the end, and you say, yeah, this is what happened. You know, this is how their story ended, rather than just assuming. I like it. So I watched a movie recently, Adam. Did you? I did. I I've told you this before. I I am a channel surfer. I am guilty as charged. Whenever I have a minute, whenever my kids aren't hogging the television set and I can watch whatever when nobody's paying attention, I, I don't put on a DVD or fire up Netflix. I just you know scroll through my cable channels to see what's on because I know I don't have a lot of time. I don't have time to like sit down and watch the next episode in a series I'm currently in. So I just, I just watch whatever movie happens to be on. And I watched a couple this week, and there was one in particular. I watched... James Cameron's Titanic. It's an okay movie. I really enjoy it. It's too long. It's a very long movie. It's not a bad movie. I don't. I by way. I when I say okay, I don't say it's a bad movie. It's just too damn long. I mean, it's the second highest grossing film of all time. People freaking jerk off to that movie yeah. like it's like it's the most like it was lamb chops. Yeah. yeah. So they did. They did. But. I mean, I think James Cameron did the right thing. There's the whole love story with Jack and Rose. I'm not, I'm not crazy. Never about let go. Don't let it go. I'm not crazy about the love story. Bitch, move over and let Jack on that board. I'm going to talk to you about that because you've said that to me numerous times and to the point where you had me buy into it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Dude, I'm, what pretty a sure, bitch, Rose. I'm pretty sure Mythbusters proved it couldn't no, be done. No, he tried it in the movie. I just watched it. I couldn't believe my eyes, Adam. You've been on this kick. That she could have slid over on the board and Jack could have jumped up with her and they both could have survived. And I, I was like, yeah, I completely agree with you. I was like, harumph. I was right with you. I didn't get a harumph out of you. Harumph. I, Mr. I, Senator, harumph. I was, I was harumphing right there with you. I'm like, yeah, she could have slid over. That's stupid. That's an error in that film. I just watched it. He tried to get up on there with her. And the buoyancy of both their bodies swamped the board. <clears throat> So he had to get back off. It happened. I'm like, no shit, Adam, you were wrong. He tried, and then he did the gentlemanly thing. Oh, we both can't stay up on here because it'll sink. But I'll stay in the water and die, and you can climb up on the board. Okay. Um, I can't believe it. I know what you're talking about. I was talking about the physics of it, that he could have been on the board. Like, all right, first of all, I'm pretty sure... That, once again, I am no scientist, nowhere near a scientist, <clears throat> and I'm not really accustomed to I being the in the water. Busters. I'm not really accustomed to being in the water, yeah. so somebody can absolutely correct me and call me an asshole and an idiot for saying this. Not entirely sure that that, heavy, that, that board would have done that if he tried to climb on. I don't believe that. I don't believe that that's how it would have really happened. So, Alternative facts? Yeah, it's an alternative. It's until it's proven wrong, it's an alternative fact. Okay. And then when it's proved wrong, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but no. Um. Okay. Pl- pl- plot hole. Maybe instead of sitting in the water dying, th- I'm gonna blame Jack for this now. Maybe instead of sitting in the water dying, go find another piece of debris to freaking climb on. Go find another piece of debris to climb that you could both survive and live happily ever after. And then that old bitch won't have to throw that jewel piece of this expensive jewelry into the water. My next part. Okay. 
So we can't. We can't. Did we just become best friends? We did. We did. (laughs) Okay. Listen, Rose. All right. We'll give her. We'll give her a break on the floating board. Whatever. Fucking rich bitch throwing a piece of jewel. Give it to a charity. So Bill Paxton and his entire fucking crew are there for one reason and one reason only to find that motherfucking jewel. She knows this. She's got it in her damn pocket the whole time. She lets this poor college professor probably put his reputation on the line to charter a damn fucking Coast Guard vessel with ice-breaking technology to get out, fucking find the Titanic, get a fucking submarine. You know how much dough he's putting out there? And she knows the whole fucking time. James that, Cameron knows. He, he explores the, yes. under, uh, the ocean. Oh, she knows the whole time that they're going to get down there. They ain't going to find it. Why? Because the bitch got it in her pocket. And she lets him do it anyway. What a bitch. She goes on this cruise to get a nice little last hurrah and finally tell her story to everybody, you know, just for shits. And I'm like... You poor Bill Paxton, poor Professor Paxton here. He's trying to make a name for himself. He's he probably puts out a lot of dough on his own to do this. And then, and then at the end of the movie, and then at the end of the movie, when they don't find it, and the old woman standing on the edge of the bow, she takes it out of her pocket and she plops the thing in the ocean. You could have given that to your granddaughter. Your granddaughter who came on this voyage with you. Who fucking cares for you. Who probably is your main caregiver. Who maybe pays for your nursing home. You could have given her this fucking billion dollar jewel of the sea or whatever the hell it's called. But no, you got to be a selfish, ruthless bitch. And you're going to throw it in the ocean. Man, did that make me mad. Here's what I'm going to say to that. Here's what I'm going to say to that. And I just thought of it right now. Maybe she threw it in the water so they would find it. So when they went on another expedition, it would have floated to the bottom, and they would have found it on one of their expeditions, rather than give it to them. Still should have given it to them, but maybe she, maybe she was trying to save face. Maybe, yeah, maybe, if, maybe she thought about it like, listen, I've told my story. I know I'm going to die soon. I could give this to them, but then she thought about it like, well, wait a minute. If I give this to them, they're going to look at me like I'm a bitch. Because I had it the whole time, and they wasted all this money searching for one. I could have given it to them. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put it in the waters so they can find it. <clears throat> possible, possible. Something better. Bitch move though. So you know, at the very end, after she throws the shit in the ocean, she makes that noise. Ah, yeah. <laughs> but no, she goes to her bed where she she brings all those pictures. Okay, and they're pictures of herself. They're not pictures of her family, her granddaughter who brings her there. Not pictures of her. It's a picture of her, like, riding horseback and, like, flying in an airplane. Like, what a self, what a conceited bitch. You bring pictures of your I told you, the board. It all starts with the board, Scott. She brings pictures of her damn self. And, oh, okay, so then she dies, remember? She dies in that bed in the ocean. And it shows her, like, I don't know if it's supposed to represent heaven or whatever, but, of course, it's, like, the nice area of the titanic where the doors everybody's open. waiting Everybody, everybody's yeah i watched that scene and i thought to myself those freaking guys just opened the doors for her that dude's dressed as a butler holding drinks you mean to tell me those motherfuckers died on that ship they go to heaven they get told oh guess what you still gotta serve everybody <laughs> right you fucking go to heaven you still gotta be a damn servant no uh-uh. not only that <laughs> they have man. to they have to wait 
in the exact same spot. It's not like they hit. I hit the mic. Um, not only that, but they don't even get. To, they don't get to explore the ship. They don't get to you know chill out or anything. They gotta wait in that exact same spot for this bitch to die. And then finally, what happens? They're like, about time. Let's get this fucking journey going. Hey, everybody's Joe. waiting. Hey, Harry, what's up? Oh, how about freezing to death in the North Atlantic waters? That really sucked. Yeah, but at least we're in heaven now. Sorry, boys, you're still on the clock. Rose got another seventy years. <laughs> Hold those doors. Hold those strings. What a fucking what a what a they got hosed, man. How long was that band playing? I wonder. That band was probably still playing, still motherfucking playing. I can't even believe the band. That. The greatest part of the movie. The best part of the movie. Fuck all that other bullshit. The 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 camaraderie with the band, and they're they're they they realize shit's going bad, and they're about to leave. And then the one person sticks around and starts playing. They all come back and they keep playing. It was a nice little moment. <clears throat> best part of the movie, Billy Zane, <clears throat> hands down without a doubt. What a badass Billy Zane is. I'm a zaniac. Shot caller. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> I just got a little fired up about how Rose was so nonchalant. Told you, I told you, and, she's and, a bitch. I told you the that. fucking poor guys that get ascend to heaven, and they still got to serve the rich white people. I can't even. I can't. I want to know what's going on in the bowels of the ship for all the poor people and oh, the servants. still in third class? Right, yeah. They're still in third class? Motherfuckers, oh, that, motherfuckers that were lying in bed, and they drowned because they locked them down there, and they wouldn't let them come up. Which... All right. Why? <laughs> Why? At that point, the ship's going down. Okay? Everybody's everybody's equal at that point because everybody has a chance of dying. Why would you actively lock the lock the doors and keep people down there? It doesn't make any sense. Unless you're an asshole. Unless you're an asshole, why would those crew members actively lock the doors to keep them down there? I understand that the idea that they wanted to make sure that they stayed down there so all the rich rich people got to the lifeboats. Yeah, I think that's why. That, that fucking ship was breaking apart and sinking. At that point, I'm not wasting my time locking the door. I'm knocking kids down, and I'm pushing the elderly aside because I'm getting to a fucking lifeboat. I mean, if you think about it, there was first class, second class, <laughs> third class. The women and children in first class were the only ones who lived. Yeah, they're the ones who gone, but Kathy Bates and Rose's mother, and a couple of like Billy Zane ended up winning because that's just how he fucking rolls. <laughs> but other than that, it was the women and children in first class. So the women and children in second and third class, they're all dead. All the men, first, second, third, they're all dead. I mean, you saw Victor from Young and the Restless there. He got fucking swept away. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> Propeller Man, Propeller Man. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I mean, that movie's from like '97. The special effects of the disaster of of the, the ship sinking is pretty gnarly for '97. It is. But yeah, I watched that movie. That if I if you had a time machine, and we're talking like not DeLorean time, well, all right, future DeLorean time machine that could fly and could hover and shit like that and ran off garbage okay. and was eco friendly. If you had a time machine, would you go back in time and watch a ship sink just so you could experience a history like that? Would you see if it was accurately, if it did go up in the air and then snap in half the way that they showed in the movie and the way they say it did? Would you Would you go back? I mean, you're going to see a lot of people die, but would you do it just so you can experience this? I think that's an interesting... 
thing to watch. Like, for example, it'd be like watching a video. It's like we see videos of the Hindenburg. Oh, the humanity! Exactly. We watch videos like that and we're fascinated by that because it's history. I feel like I would. you should treat it like that. You're going back in time to basically watch a film of the of this experience of what happened to these people. Uh, yeah, I think I might. I would. I wouldn't fuck with the space time. Oh no no no! Though. Like you're you're like up in the air. Like you're yeah. up in the air. It's the night sky. Nobody's looking at you because they're too busy panicking. I follow the... the prime directive. Absolutely. I would not fuck with the space time continuum whatsoever. We've seen what that happens. That's how we get the fucking Bernstein Bears, Adam. Yes. That's how we're on the darkest timeline and Donald Trump is president. So I don't want to fuck with things. I want to just maybe be, you know, just enjoy the view. So, Scott. Yes. Watch any other good movies lately? Have any other good thoughts about movies? Oh. Well. The one we were talking about a little bit ago. Some of the classic, classic film of all time. The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, The Wizard of Oz. You mean the the ones with James Franco and when he played The Wizard of Oz? Um, no. Not that one. Not that one? Not that one. The Judy Garland, like, the original. Oh! With the Cowardly Lion. The black and white. I were the king of the forest. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I was thinking about it. Real drug addict, that Judy Garland. Yeah? Real druggy. Hardcore, actually. Not gonna lie. What was her drug of choice? (coughs) Uh, Well, let's think about the time period. My guess would be cocaine. That would be my guess. She's in love with the cocoa. (laughs) Okay. She died from, like, a drug overdose. Like, that's how she died, I think. So... <clears throat> anyway, where's your boss? So I was I was watching this this good fan theory. I was to say, what complaint do you have about the Wizard of Oz? I don't have a complaint about the Wizard of Oz. I really like that film, but I was I was watching this video of a fan theory that compares the Wizard of Oz to the Game of Thrones. That's a that's a pretty. Pretty wide comparison. Yeah, and I really liked it though. They talked about the true <laughs> villain of Game of Thrones actually being Glenda the Good Witch, and they compared her to <laughs> Queen Cersei. Okay, we got to play like six degrees to Glenda the Witch. All right. So, so where where are we? Where... So how they started it out is, and I'll paraphrase this video. I only watched it the one time, but it really made me think. The Land of Oz had four, I guess, rulers, if you would. The Wicked Witch of the East, the Wicked Witch of the West, Glenda the Good Witch, and the Wizard of Oz. Each one of them had their own little rule, their areas that they ruled. <clears throat> Dorothy comes along, some ignorant teenager from Kansas. Her house drops on the Wicked Witch <clears throat> of the East. Whether by accident, whether by on purpose, whether Glenda had something to do with it, we don't know. We'll just say, okay, by accident. Regardless, the Wicked Witch of the East is now gone. Yes. Who's the first person that shows up? Well, besides the munchkins, of course. Glenda. Glenda comes. She gives her the ruby slippers. She doesn't tell Dorothy, oh, 
All you need to fucking do is take these ruby slippers, tap your heels together and say there's no place like home, and you're automatically back home. It would have been a really short fucking movie Oh yeah. if they would have done that. Instead, she just gives her these shoes for whatever fucking reason. Doesn't tell her that, hey, they can get you home. Instead, instead sends her on a voyage, a journey, to get to <clears throat> the Wizard of Oz. And she does it. She's, she's playing the puppet master, if you will. That old tale. Yeah, she gets so... She then goes to the Wizard of Oz, who then sends her out to... Slay the Wicked Witch of the West. We know, you know, oh, the water. What a world. What a world. So she takes care of the Wicked Witch of the West. Two down. Then she goes back to the wizard. You know, never mind the man behind the curtain. His secret's out. So he's he, he decides to go back with her. But then that's the whole hot air balloon thing that we talked about yeah. last week. He goes back. And then it, then it's... Just Dorothy and Glenda goes. Oh, by the way, these shoes I gave you at the very beginning of the film—they could have got you home the whole time. All you do is tap your heel and say no place. So she's back. And what happens? All of a sudden, the other three rivals gone. Glenda is the sole survivor. She gets to sit on the Iron Throne of Oz and be the only ruler. She played this dumb little girl from Kansas for a fool. She made her do her bidding, her dirty work, unbeknownst to anybody. And you play the Game of Thrones. That's right. So that's a fan <laughs> theory. I thought it was quite interesting. But <clears throat> that that's interesting. Like that is a so they weren't comparing it to where it was like they were trying to say it existed in the same universe. They were just saying like oh, the storyline like is like this is it. This is all Glenda, so, who comes off as this good benevolent. Fairy is actually got this little fifteen sinister. this little yeah. fifteen year old to do her dirty work for. I went and saw the Broadway show Wicked too. Oh yeah, yeah, I I liked it. And you you kind of get you kind of get a glimpse of that too. She, uh, Kristen Chenoweth, is the one who plays uh, Glenda, and Adina Menzel okay. played uh, the Wicked Witch. It was really cool, really cool. I liked I liked it a lot. Um, that was years ago. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that was a really cool theory. I wanted to bring that up to you. That is, I always love those kind of, like, fan theories. Like, this is what really happened. Like, you thought you knew the Wizard of Oz, but wait till you, It's a clickbait. You thought you oh, knew the is. Wizard of Oz. But I clickbait up, listen dude. to what this fan theory, it'll blow your mind. Every now and like, I've hit the point where it's like, every now and then it's like, if it's something interesting, I'm like, I gotta, I, it, it's bullshit, but I gotta, I gotta read it. I gotta see it. I gotta read about it. Um... <clears throat> I got a story about the Wizard of Oz too. Oh yeah. Coincidentally, yeah. Uh, mine's not so much a fun fan theory. Um, it's more, it's more funny about the behind the scenes of Wizard of Oz. Um, Judy Garland at the time was 15 years old. Oh yeah. yeah. Was she into coke then? <clears throat> no, but there's a lot of this stuff that went behind the scenes that might have led her to, you know, deal with it with drugs and alcohol. Um, you know, Lollipop Guild. You have the munchkins. We represent the lollipop guild. Yeah. They're fun-loving. You know, they're adorable. Like, oh, look at those guys. They're great. Turns out... They molested her? They... Almost. Um, they showed her the Texas belt buckle? Basically, they were hardcore hellions and hardcore party animals. 
like back in the day. Like <clears throat> one of the things she talks about, it, it, she it's talked about in her ex-husband's uh, memoirs. Uh, she got divorced. I can't remember. The, I can't remember what his name is. Isn't she Liza Luft. Minnelli's Sid, mother? Sid Luft, whatever. The, okay. Um, I have no idea. But Sid Luft, who they divorced, I think it's like sixty five, sixty seven. Yeah, they sixty seven. <clears throat> he talked about it because she always used to talk about it. Her time doing the Wizard of Oz. One of the things she talked about was the motherfucking Munchkins, the Munchkins, the Lollipop Guild. Was all it the, just the Munchkins from the Lollipop Guild? Yeah, it was. It was. This is mainly like what I'm talking about. Mainly the Munchkins, like those fuckers. All the Munchkins. Yeah, those fuckers. Like they would repeatedly like stick their hands up her dress and everything like that, and try to grab her. And oh, dude! They, like they like they were all about it. That's, she's 15 years old. Exactly. You, I would punt a midget. <laughs> I would. I would totally punt one. Go. <laughs> Listen. It, they 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 assume they can get away with it, and they did get away with it because they were little, because they were they were you know, they were midgets. So, or was it because it was the 1930s? That too. And they were men, and she was a 15 year old girl. I mean, maybe that was it too. too. Apparently, they were like hardcore partiers. Like like in between scenes, they were like binge drinking and getting drunk all the time. Like they would go out every night, and they would like wreck hotel rooms, and they would just party it up. Like they I were feel like like they were hard. A- Cool. A dwarf just needs like the little little bottle of booze from the hotel mini fridge to get drunk. I mean, they're... you'd think, but apparently not. <laughs> apparently, it takes a lot. Um, they were like forty years old and like older. Like that's how old these guys were. Um, <clears throat> apparently, uh, rumors. This is a rumor. It's quoting from this article I'm reading. Rumors have long been held. That the Munchkins quote had sex orgies in the hotel, with end quote with producer Mervyn Leroy having to call to have the police on just about every floor. So the producer had to have police. This is a rumor had to police on every floor because they would just wreck shit and have sex orgies and just fuck around and shit. Like it was crazy. Um, hey. she, she, she would Judy Garland before she died. Quoted in saying, they were little drunks. They got smashed every night, and they and they pick up or they pick them up in butterfly nets. Picked them up in butterfly nets. <laughs> this is a quote. It's a quote. Oh, dude. <clears throat> Apparently, from what I heard, one of the uh, Munchkins actually asked her out to dinner. Like she's like, hey, let's go out to dinner. You know, like you and me, let's go out to dinner. And she was trying to be polite about it. <clears throat> this might have been before all this like grabbing started happening and stuff like that. Be like, she's like, oh, I don't think my mother would like that. You know, would like me go on a dinner with you. And, and he apparently said, well, bring her along too. The more the merrier. You know, two for the price of one. Like, they were fucking hardcore. Oh, dude. Ugh. That's you will disgusting. never watch. You will never watch that movie the same way that's again. That's disgusting. Like, seriously, like... Oh, that's foul. But never mind all that stuff, just the fact, the first point, they were just grabbing her and just reaching on her and trying to grab her. And... She was 15 exactly. years old. Look, I swear to we God. didn't care. They're little guys, man. Give a shit. Ah. It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, that makes me sick. Will you... Knowing that... I would do coke, too, if I got molested by a little person. Exactly. Knowing that, like, will you ever watch that movie the same way again? 
That Especially knowledge, does the, it ruin it for you? When the Lollipop Guild song comes on, certainly no. I'm going to look at those little <laughs> disgusting fucks and think, wow, good thing you're dead. Look at this, look at this picture. This is a picture from the movie. And the, the Lollipop Guild around Dorothy. Look at her face. <laughs> Take a look. She is scared out of her mind. Dude, they're horrifying, too. Yeah. The freaking mustaches. and uh, Yeah. Terrible. Uh, Terrible. Uh, that's, that's the story behind the munchkins of the Wizard of Oz. And, and disclaimer here. For your distraction is not prejudiced <laughs> toward little people. I know some. They're wonderful, wonderful people. Just these individuals were scumbags. Now, bear in mind, this is coming from... I mean, she said in interviews also, Judy Garland also said that they were terrible on the set. But from what the memoir is, it's the memoir of her ex-husband at the time, who she divorced, but he said that she used to talk about it all the time. Like, she couldn't get enough talking about it. Traumatized about it. Yeah, exactly. I I don't believe that's like That's... That's one of the biggest reasons that led her down the path of drugs and alcohol, apparently. That's what she thinks, at least. But There's no place like home. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a horrible thought, but I just imagine them trying to grab her under her skirt, and the only thing she can do is click her heels together and just, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. I don't know why, like, the cowardly lion didn't just jump in and fuck shit up. He was cowardly, that's why. He wasn't brave. courage, bro. Anyway, that's enough about the pressing stuff. I want to talk about the Batman, Scott. Let's talk about justice. <laughs> Let's talk about the Batman. <laughs> What's your favorite Batman movie? Um, probably The Dark Knight. Really? Closely. It's it's a it's a it's a Hard decision between the Dark Knight and the Michael Keaton Batman, the first one. That's it's, it's, my favorite. It's a real close between those two. And honestly, it might be the Joker that gets me in the Dark Knight, mostly. But it's it's torn between Dark those Dark Knight's two. probably my second one. Um, yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen the Lego Batman movie yet. I heard it sucks. There's a, I've heard it sucks, but then I've also heard a lot of people say it's great. Really? I've heard, I've heard, I've heard some people say, say it's, it's great. great. I've heard, I've heard I've heard zero people say it's true. I've heard three people tell me it sucked. If I remember correctly, and it, I, I could be wrong, but I remember hearing Kevin Smith talk about him on his podcast, and he loved it. Really? So okay. Well, I haven't seen it, so I can't judge. Did you watch the Lego Movie? I did. What'd mm. you think of it? Nah, take I could leave so it. So I, I heard, could leave it. I heard so many good things about it that I really wanted to see it. Everybody loved it. I really didn't think it was that. I, never, I didn't think it was good at all. And people were just like, oh, well, it's a kid's movie. I'm like, yeah, it's me. Go fuck I, yourself. I like, love kids' movies. I, I eat that shit up. I love cartoons. Yeah. I love animated films. I love kids' movies. <laughs> I just did not care for that movie. And I love Chris Pratt. I will openly admit to being guilty of this sometimes, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, if you're one of those kind of people that always says, like, when somebody, when you think something's great, then somebody else says they did, they didn't like it, and your go to excuse isn't oh I you know okay that's fine that's your opinion. If your go to excuse is well you just didn't get it, you mm-hmm. just didn't understand it, or you know it's it's not for you you know it, it's a kids movie like you just said like you know it's a kids movie apparently that's the reason why you didn't like it. Now nah, go fuck yourself. 
So I just did real quick right here. I, I put my I put my list together of Batman. Mo- I don't put Lego Batman movie on here because I haven't seen it yet. My favorite is 1989 Tim Burton Michael Keaton Batman. That's my favorite one. I love <coughs> it. Yes, it's very campy. Yes, it's very comic booky. But you know that's what it is, and I love that. The Dark Knight is my second favorite. I I enjoyed that one. My next favorite is Batman Begins. Um. When I first watched it, I didn't care for it as much as I do now. I've gone back and rewatched Batman Begins, and, and I, I have a new appreciation for it. My next one, again, the campiest, and we talked about this recently on the show. I have the Batman 66. The, oh, yeah. The Adam West, the shark repellent. Yeah. I like that one. That's my next one. Now, from this point on, I would I would go so far to say is they're, they're not good. I have... The Dark Knight Rises next. I thought it was lousy. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. I didn't like it. It wasn't that bad compared to the other two. I didn't like it. Then I have Batman Returns. <coughs> didn't care for it. Well, no, not a great movie. No. But you got to give it to Jim Carrey as, as the Riddler. No, that's that's Batman Forever. Oh, that's right, Batman Forever. Batman, Batman, oh, okay. Batman, Batman Returns, Returns was the Penguin. The was Danny no, DeVito as the Penguin and Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman? That's right. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean. Yeah. Then the next one I have, you're getting ahead of me, but that's, yeah. that's I have Batman Forever. I have Batman Forever next. Well, you gotta, you gotta give it to Jim Carrey as a Riddler. <laughs> you gotta give it to Jim Carrey as a Riddler. He was a great Riddler. Yeah. So. And it wasn't a comedy. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? No, that's why I have it. I, again, Jim but he Carrey. Was, but he was really good as the Riddler, I think. He was a really good Riddler. Eh. No, yes, he was. I don't then I have Batman v Superman. I thought it sucked. Yeah, it wasn't good. And my very last least favorite one is Batman and Robin. What a flaming turd. Arguably one of my least favorite movies of all time. I remember when you said you first saw Batman v Superman, you said it wasn't that bad. You said that. Uh-uh. You did. You said it. I, I told you. No. I, everybody was saying that Go back and check the audio. I, everybody, everybody was saying that it sucked. Everybody said that you know the bet they were so disappointed. It's a, not a good movie. I know it's not a great movie. And you said you watched, and I was like, yeah, I heard everybody say that, and I watched it. It wasn't that bad. You know, it was a little long, but it wasn't that bad. No, no, no. I, I think you're thinking of the part that people didn't like. That no, I I'm did. talking. You you said the movie. Because I remember, I was, I remember, I, I had a little thing with it. I was like, I was like, you see, it's like, I mean, it was super long. Like, maybe if they made it shorter, been better, but it was not great at all. Like, you didn't say it was a good movie, but you said it wasn't as bad as people said it was. I don't like it at all. That's that's not what you said before. No, I really hundred percent. We did no. I, I I I'm gonna challenge you. Go back, check the tape, <clears throat> Scott. I'm not gonna go back and check the tape. Okay, so well, then we'll have to agree. To I'm disagree. not gonna go back and check. No, the tape. I mean. I have no idea where. The, Sometimes, if somebody, okay. if somebody can email me that they listen to the episode and let me know what episode that is, then I'll go back and listen to it. But I'm not going to go back and try to guess which episode and try and figure Sometime, it out. Sometimes, and I will admit to this because I am guilty of this, and I think we've talked about this before. I am guilty of when I see a movie, especially in the theater, <clears throat> when I first see a movie. It still has that new movie smell on it that it, it gains a couple yeah. bonus points, but then after I let it sink in, it might lose some points. You know, after I think about, it. but I really don't think I liked that movie even at the beginning. I didn't say you liked it. What I said was you said it wasn't as bad as people said. 
You said it's not as bad as people were saying. It wasn't great, but it was, I know you people said who you said were they like, liked it. You so. were you were you, you. If I remember correctly, you said it wasn't it wasn't a good movie, but it wasn't as bad as people said it was. So well, I never liked it more than Batman. <clears throat> Batman? Yeah. Batman, you say? Eighty nine, Batman. So the new Batman movie it's supposed to be coming out. The new one. Yes. Okay. It's having some trouble. It's having a bit a bit, bit of trouble. Um, as we know. Ben Affleck dropped out of directing it. I think I had said before that the reason why he didn't he was having trouble with it was because he wasn't getting the right scripts to them. I'm gonna fact check myself because I think what it actually is is um he wrote he wrote the script. Like he Ben Affleck wrote the script for the Batman. So I was wrong in that if I did say that. Um but yeah, he dro- he as we know, he dropped out. He don't he doesn't want to direct it. Is he going to be playing Batman? Oh yeah, he, as far as I know, he's still going to be playing Batman. Okay. I heard a rumor that he might not—he might want to just leave the series altogether. But um, yeah, as far as of right now, he still plays. He's still playing it. He wants to play it. Um, I think what it is is, and I heard a theory about the reason why he dropped out, and I agree with it was to direct the Batman, a, any Batman movie. There's already so much high expectations. That it's like, why, like, why bother? Why put that much stress on you? Like, especially when you're somebody who is not only who would not only be directing it, but you'd be playing the Batman too. Like, there's already enough pressure on you to give a good portrayal of the Batman and make sure that it's spot on. Why give you the added stress of doing that? And I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Um, but they DC was in talk with another director who. <coughs> I guess was going to do it, but they dropped out of it too. Matt Reeves. Do you know that director? Is he related to Christopher Reeves? I don't know. I actually don't know. Like it's entirely possible they could be related somehow. But um What's what's his what's he done? He is the guy behind Cloverfield, the first movie. Oh. He's behind, he was apparently a credited on IMDB. He directed Cloverfield. I thought JJ Abrams did that. <clears throat> I, IMDb is telling me. Okay, this is, maybe, all, this is IMDb. J, maybe JJ produced so, it and didn't direct it. Yeah, that's, that's what very I'm well, That's very possible. He directed Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and apparently he directed the new one, War for the Planet of the Apes. So he's got he's got some movies under his belt. So he's not like an amateur. Like Cloverfield was a good movie. Dawn, it was it was it was okay. It was it was, it was all right. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't as bad as the uh, <coughs> Marky Mark uh, Planet of the Apes. It was better than the Marky Mark, but it wasn't as good as the Roddy McDowell, exactly. Charleston Heston. But um, apparently he dropped out, too. So that movie's having some trouble. Yeah. Like, that movie's having a hardcore... It's, like the, it's become like the curse of the Batman now. Like, I think Ben Affleck this. should write it, direct it, and star in it, and then be done. It's, well, I mean, that's what he was gonna do. Like, I that's, think that's what he should. I think he should. I think he sh- he wrote it. He should direct it. He should star in it. And then when it's over, it's over. Done. Tap out. That's what I think. That's, I mean, that'd be. I mean, that'd be great. I mean, like a Ben Affleck directed movie. For, he's great. Great director. Fantastic. He did Argo. All right. He he was responsible for that. Movie, so, and that was a fantastic movie. He we've already seen him as Batman. He was the best part of Batman v Superman. He was a pretty good Batman, in my opinion. He's a good director. He can write, so I mean, it'd be good for it. I, it's like I said, I agree with the theory that it's just, it's just the added stress. Like, they're like, Batman is such a well loved character 
that people, I'm sure, are tweeting him and writing to him now saying, don't fuck it up. Or before, like, don't fuck it up. Like, you need to make it good. Like, adding all this pressure onto him. And then if he makes it and it's not to everybody's expectations, then he, he's just going to get a lot of hate for not making it good. Like, he'll get the blame. And I don't think he wants that. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I I don't have I don't have much hope, to be honest with you. I don't have hope for that the whole DC universe. No. If you're it, listen, if you are somebody who wants to get in the DC universe, just watch the CW, honestly. Like it's I I personally I love those shows. Some people say they don't like those shows like The Flash and The Arrow. I enjoy them. They're good. They're to me. They're good shows, and they're worth a watch. That's if that's how you want to get in the DC. I mean, Superman is in Supergirl now, so they finally they had an actor who played Superman in Supergirl. I didn't see the episode, but yeah, I guess Supergirl's doing really well. Flash and Arrow are doing really well. Oh yeah. So DC's got an okay thing going with the uh, with the television universe, I suppose. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious to know what happens with it. So we'll stay tuned, I suppose. You know what Batmans I liked as a kid? Do you remember the old... Oh, it was from like early 90s. I want to say like 93. It was an animated Batman movie called Mask of the Phantasm. Did I've, you ever I've see that? I've heard of it. I never watched it. I really liked that. And then it got me to thinking <clears throat> about some animated stuff. Do you remember the series, Batman Beyond? Yeah. It was like the late 90s. Yeah, that was a future. and It was like a dystopian Gotham City in the future, and there was like an old... That was like a comic book, I think. That was like, that oh, was, I'm that sure. Was, I think so. It was, that was fantastic. An actual, yeah, that was an actual comic book. I think book, they so. all were. It was, I a just, good, it was a good show. Batman, like, Beyond, he, Batman Beyond was like a good show. Old Bruce Wayne trains like a high school kid, very Peter Parker-esque. Yeah. His suit was crazy. He had like that black bodysuit with like the red on it. It was kind of cool. He could fly. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was very future. I. It was a good. It was, and it existed in like, not just like its own Batman universe. Like it existed in like you saw Superman in there at one point. He made an appearance. Static Shock was in there. It's just in the same universe as that TV show Static Shock. If you remember that, um, you saw a lot of old DC characters that would make yeah. appearances. And then they did, to the series ended, and I know this because I saw a YouTube video about it, and then it got me to do some little bit of research. It, I, if I remember correctly, it ended with like a TV movie or a straight to DVD movie or something like oh, that. Oh, really? I don't think I ever where, saw it. Yeah, where it was like the same kid that played the new Batman, and Bruce Wayne was still alive, but he was like a little bit older. It was like five years later or some shit like that. So that he was a little, he was graduated high school. I think he had a girlfriend he was living with, and all this other shit. Was and he still Batmaning? Like, I can't remember. I think he. I think he stopped doing okay. it. Okay. I think he stopped doing it because he didn't want to end up like Bruce Wayne, old like old and, uh, and alone. He and was better. like the Alfred character almost. Yeah. yeah. Um. He had the little the little dog that was always with him. That that big ass uh, was it Rottweiler or Doberman or some shit like that. Um. Cool dog. But I think it was like some villain made like Batman robots that looked and fought like the old Batman from like when he was Batman 
And it was like this weird thing because I saw like the, the trailer for it. And it's like this weird thing where they were fighting. And at first I was like, did, did past Batman time travel in the future to fight himself? Like what's going on? And I guess they were like robots. But they were like different era Batman robots. Like they all had different costumes, if I remember correctly. It, it looked pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, I just I just remember I remember Batman Beyond. It ran like ninety seven to two thousand, something like that. I, I didn't watch it religiously, but as a kid I used to watch I remember I really liked that. But earlier in the nineties, Mask of the Phantasm. It was on around the time of the what was the guy's name? Conway who did yeah, that. Yeah, Kevin Conway. Kevin Conway. He was the Batman for yeah. that. And it was it was I remember really liking that. But other than that, like what have they done since then? I mean, Dark Knight was okay. Christian Bale's Batman was had its moments. Well, they recently did. Um, they did Justice League Dark recently. It was like a straight to DVD thing. I talked about it before uh, a couple episodes ago. They did the Killing Joke. Oh, Killing Joke. I, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it was good. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's, I heard it's good. Um the early on, like I, I guess from what I understand, like the first half of that movie is like Batgirl the movie featuring Batman. Like it's all about like the relationship between Batman and Batgirl. And um not to spoil you anything for any of you guys that did see it, but like early on in the movie there's something I did find out that a lot of people were really unhappy about. Um Batman and Batgirl fuck. Like they had they have sex in that movie. And it's one of the... Sim- we had sex. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. Continue. Anyway, um, a lot of people were unhappy about it because I think it seemed like the Batman-Batgirl relationship was like the Batman-Robin relationship where it's like they're partners and like they work together, but what it felt like it should have been was more like a father-daughter relationship as opposed to like a, you know, friend relationship kind of thing because he trained, I think he, if I remember correctly, he trained her, he showed her the ropes, he showed her how to do things, same thing what he did with Robin. And, like, for them to, like, get down and dirty on the rooftop of one of Gotham's buildings as a gargoyle is looking down on him, it's like, that's one of those kind of things. I don't remember their... I don't remember there ever being any sexual tension between Batman and Batgirl in any other mm-hmm. venue I've ever seen, so. Whatever. I mean, don't. players gotta play and lays a lay, I guess. Game is game. Game is game. Game is game. <laughs> Even for the Dark Knight. I mean, he's gotta get it in somehow, I guess. Um. Yeah, so, did they show that, the killing joke? Was there, like, a sex scene? It. You saw, like... Uh, they start making out, and she's on top of him, and he's like grabbing her ass, like, and she like starts to pull off her the top of her bat suit and stuff, and as it pulls up, the fades cam- to black. The, no, the camera like pans up as she's pulling as she's pulling it off and stuff, and you don't see anything, obviously. Oh. But use your imagination. Oh yeah, I'm sure any nerd <laughs> has imagined Batgirl naked at some point. So, <laughs> uh, Son of Batman was good. You watch? You finally watch it? Yeah, it was a good movie. Entertaining, at least oh, yeah. to say the least. Well, we'll see. I guess. I, I should. Should I watch the Killing Joke? Is it worth a watch? I didn't watch it. Oh, how do you know about the sex scene? Because I, I 
I watch you, YouTube, YouTube videos sometimes. the sex scene. I didn't YouTube you the sex scene. Did. I watched. You jerked off. You did. Look, <laughs> you did. Scott, I got to get it in sometimes. <laughs> All right. You know, I mean, like you said, game is game. Game is game. Sometimes I got to get turned on to some game every now and then. Okay. No, I, I watched his YouTube channel I talked about for CinemaSins. And they did everything wrong is everything that's wrong with Batman the Killing Joke. <laughs> so, anyway, I think that's time. I think we had fun. A lot of pop culture discussion, a lot of movie discussion. I hope you can take what you've learned here tonight and apply it to your everyday life. Such as, if you are a little person, please don't be reaching under <laughs> girls' skirts and grabbing them. It's 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 not good form. Okay. It's just not good for him. What's the hottest cartoon character? Like, if you were another cartoon character, <laughs> so you it would be okay to bang another cartoon character. What cartoon character would you bang as a cartoon character yourself? I mean, the obvious answer is like Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Rabbit. That's the obvious. That's answer. the right answer. I mean, when I was when I was kid, I had funny feelings about Lola the Bunny from Space Jam. Dude, but, I'm not gonna judge that. But, Lola the Bunny, there was something, there was something hot about Lola the Bunny. Yes, okay, she's an anthropomorphic rabbit. I get that, but she just she just had some kind of swag about her. I don't know. Bugs got it in though. Let's be oh, yeah. real. I watched a video about that movie before, and it's it's. Not AKA a, you not, jerked off to him not, before. It's not a. <laughs> I like you know Space Jam. Huh? Come on, we've all jerked off to Space Jam. Let's no, <laughs> I haven't. I can't. I can't. I can't follow you down, down that rabbit hole. So, no, like Michael Jordan's a bad actor. Terrible actor. Horrible. Like if you rewatch some of his scenes, like he's fucking awful. Like stick to dunking basketballs. <laughs> so. But it's a good, it's a fun movie. It's so, oh. Yeah, but it, it, every scene with Michael Jordan sucks, though. Like, he doesn't add anything, and he's a bad actor, and he wears bad pants. Like, he wears his, his bad pants, pants. His pants, like, his, his khakis or whatever the fuck they are, chinos or whatever, they're, they're terrible. It was like, the 90s, bro. It did was... he, like, no. Anyway, <clears throat> if you have a funny movie story, or if you have anything interesting that you want to tell us, who was your cartoon character you would always want, either always wanted to or did jerk off to? Your cartoon crush? Yeah, cartoon crush. Let us know. distraction at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Facebook and Twitter. Search Fourier Distraction on Facebook. Like our page. Uh, share us with your friends. You know, we grow by you helping us grow. You know, word of mouth, bitches. <laughs> Twitter at podcast FYD search for your distraction. Um, we are a member of the Be Real Network. Head over to berealnetwork.com. B R E E L network.com. Big things coming for Be Real. Yeah, there's a lot of changes, a lot of updates. You know, we're we're reforming stuff. You know, we're getting things going. Um, oh, the beer of the show, my favorite. Rolling Rock. Extra Pale Rolling Rock Premium Beer from the old glass glass line tanks of old Latrobe. 33. 30, 33. That's like the new number of the universe. 
Like, that's the answer to the greatest question. It's still 42. Is it? It's still 42. Yes. Has to be. So thank you to Rolling Rock. Yes. Uh, I think you can get Rolling Rock everywhere. So, oh yeah, it's it's you can it's I can't imagine anywhere you can't get yeah, it. Yeah, so. especially now that it's owned by Budweiser. So Bud, why, remember those frogs? I do. I remember the battle. <laughs> if you had any sex thoughts about the Budweiser frogs, I want to know not, about it. Not, I want to know about it. Not, I'm talking to the audience. Oh. If anybody else, anybody out there had any uh, wow, sex dreams. Everything got sexual with this episode. Whether it was the bunchkins <clears throat> or the lamb chops or whatever we were talking about. Everybody was getting sexy time. Lamb chops, sing along. <laughs> lamb chops, jerk along. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Challenge. Not just for you, Scott. I mean, you're married, so I don't know if you can do this challenge. But everybody out there, the audience. Jerk off to the rhythm of the Lamb Chalk song. Okay, I want you to do it. Okay, follow the rhythm of the song and jerk off to it. The rhythm rhythm of the night. Listen, it could be the greatest session of jerk. The Gloria Stefan. I don't know, is it? I don't know, Dan. You know, we might have discovered something here. Let us know if we discovered something, people. Like, seriously. Big things are coming. <laughs> Play on Next week on For Your Distraction. <laughs>